Welcome to the Montana Real Estate Podcast, where we will pull back the curtain and answer all of your Montana real estate questions. Buying and selling real estate in Montana can be challenging, and local knowledge is the key. We will explore the different areas of the state and educate you on issues that play a role in Montana real estate transactions. This podcast is hosted by Will Friedner, a broker with Glacier Sotheby's International Realty in Whitefish, Montana. Now, here's Will with today's episode. Hello, everybody. I'd like to welcome you to episode four of the Montana Real Estate Podcast. This is your host, Will Friedner. On today's episode, we'll be talking about Zillow and the other national real estate websites. Uh, We'll talk about how they work, what you need to know, and what you need to watch out for. So the Zillow Corporation came about in about 2006. They started buying up small real estate tech companies then they partnered with Yahoo Real Estate in 2011, and this is about when the this is about the time when their website really started to grow. You're probably wondering why this matters. Well, what you need to know about Zillow is that it's not really a real estate company; it's a media company that is trying to and has succeeded in building a great website that's easy to use for home buyers and sellers. Their website's very user-friendly, as I'm sure you know, and it generates all kinds of engagement. And this is their plan. The main, webs- or the main purpose of this website is to sell leads to realtors and lenders. It's a media company. It is not a real estate company. How it works is that they are given all of the MLS data, all the listings from all over the country, and they, and they put it on their site. Then when someone likes a house and wants more information on it, they send that lead to the agent who has paid the most money to be on the site. Why is this bad? Well, it's not necessarily bad, but the thing you need to be careful of is that more than likely the agent that calls you back is not the listing agent of the property. So if you have specific questions about a house you know, that you're calling on that you found on Zillow, It's best to call the listing agent because they've obviously been in the house, they've toured it, they know the quirks, they know way more about it than the agent that you're going to get. You know, nine times out of ten, the agent that calls you back from Zillow has not stepped foot in the house at all, ever. And so to ask any specific or to answer any specific questions about that house, you know, like, for example, when was the kitchen remodeled or when did they add on to the house or when did they put on a new roof? They're not really going to know. They're going to know as much as you do. They're looking at the same data that you are online. So one thing you need to remember, always ask the agent that calls you back if they are the listing agent of the house. To show you what I mean, next time you're on Zillow, just click on any house and you'll see three to four agents listed next to the house. There'll be three premier agents, and then in black and white, there'll be the listing agent. What is a premier agent? Well, the premier, the premier agent is someone who paid, paid the most to be on Zillow. Uh, I get calls from Zillow all the time asking if I want to be a premier agent, and you know it's, it's very expensive. How does this affect you? Well, the key is, again, just be careful when choosing your, choosing an agent or talking to a, an agent on there. Please refer to the last episode we did about picking a good agent. When you get a premier agent calling you on Zillow, just know that Zillow doesn't do any background checks or they don't know anything about these agents other than the fact that these guys paid the most to be on their site. 
but it, it has nothing to do with how good they are or how long they've been in the business or what they know. It's basically just, you know, they're paying for the advertisement there. So like I said earlier, it is not cheap at all to be one of these premier agents. Uh, I was at a conference last year and I met a guy from LA, an agent down in LA, who pays $40,000 a month to be a premier agent for his little area in LA. So this is huge business. You know, obviously the prices vary depending on the population of the area that the agents are buying the ads in. But again, it's basically just what you need to know is premier agents are just that's the name that they give the people that are buying advertisements on zillow they also make money off of lenders and again if you get hooked up with a lender on zillow just make sure to do your homework and make sure it's a reputable reputable company and somebody that has experience in montana or can deal with transactions here in montana because the laws are different all over the country and you know, they don't always know what's going to come about on a deal here in Montana. Another thing that I noticed on the lender side of things, when, you, when you're looking at a house, they'll put the payment amount on the side. And the one I was looking at was like, wow, that, that looks like a really cheap payment. And so I clicked on it and started reading a little bit. Well, the reason it was so cheap is uh, it was a very low interest rate and it was a 20% down payment. So obviously they're just trying to get people excited about how low the payment is on a house and you know they they want you to sign up and talk to somebody so then they again they can sell that lead to a lender or an agent. So just always keep in mind that this website is designed to capture leads and sell them to real estate agents or lenders, which again is all fine but just you need to know that. So let's get to the big issue that I have with Zillow, and, and you will too once I tell you. If you take anything away from this episode, please let it be this. Uh, we're going to talk about the Zestimate. The Zestimate is Zillow's estimate of the value of a house. And this would be a great thing to post on their site if it was accurate. But unfortunately, these these estimates most of the time are way off. I did a little research Checked on the Zillow site, and you can look it up as well. Shockingly, it's kind of hard to find, but if you look in the depths of the Zillow website, you will find this document. They actually have the stats of how accurate a estimate is around the country, and it varies in different areas of the country depending on how much information is available to them. But listen to these stats, and this is a direct quote from their website. It says, nationally, Zestimates are currently within... 20% of the final sales price, 85% of the time. So let's break that down a little. They are saying that 85% of the time, they are within 20% of the price. So to put that in real numbers, if you have a house, let's say that's worth $275,000, Zillow is saying that their value will be within $55,000 either way. I mean, that's a huge difference. So now... On your $275,000 house, you have a range that they're going to tell you it's worth of between $220,000 or $330,000. And, <laughs> and they only get close, if you want to call that close, 85% of the time. I mean, imagine what happens the other 15% of the time. So how, will, how does this affect you, you might ask? Well, use, let's go back to that example I just used. If your house is worth $275,000 and 
Zillow is telling the world that it thinks your house is only worth 220000 It's a $55,000 difference. How do you think that's going to affect anyone who's interested in your house when they want to make an offer? Obviously, they're going to offer low and they, because they're getting their data from Zillow. And they're going to offer two twenty and think that you're greedy and way overpriced when you refuse to come down. And it obviously works the other way as well. If you're a buyer and Zillow is saying a house is worth 20% more than it really is, you know, the homeowner is going to be less likely to come down very much. So why is it so bad here in Montana? Well, Montana is a non-disclosure state when it comes to the sale price of a house. So when a, when a home sells in Montana, the sale price is not public information. It's not posted anywhere. It's not on the public record. The only people that know what the house sold for are the buyers and the sellers, obviously, and then the real estate agents that are involved. Uh, it is not posted publicly anywhere. So other than, well, it's not posted publicly anywhere. It is, you know, I can look it up on our MLS site. Uh, we have the closed data, but publicly it's not available. If you think about that, Zillow does not have access to those records. And, you know, what's the best way to determine the value of a house? Well, obviously you compare it to similar homes that have sold in that area. How can Zillow give these estimates? They have no data that they can give an accurate, accurate estimate of a house. So how are they getting these estimates? Well, that's kind of the million dollar question. I don't, I don't know where they're getting them other than some guy sitting in the basement of their office in Seattle typing in some algorithm that comes up with a value. The fact that they're posting these estimates on their website, they are not helping anybody and I really don't believe they should be posting these when they're so off and, and not accurate at all. So basically the moral of the story is ignore these numbers because they mean absolutely nothing. Don't let them affect any decisions you may make on buying a house or you know, selling a house at the price because these numbers are, are not good at all. And again, like I said earlier, if there's one thing you take away from this episode, this is the thing. If you ever want the true value of a house, contact a real estate agent or an appraiser. Both of those people will have access to the true values and the, and the true sales numbers in that area. Don't leave it up to some guy sitting in Seattle coming up with computer programs because he knows nothing about the market here in Montana and it is just not the person to trust. So if you ever do need a value or you're curious about the prices in your neighborhood, feel free to contact me anytime. Uh, I give out my contact information at the end of the show or it'll be in the show notes. But again, the main thing about these these national websites, whether it's Zillow or the other ones, uh, Montana is a non-disclosure state, so the values are not public record, which means they're coming up with these estimates out of thin air. They, they're they not using uh, real data. So again, if you have any questions, please don't hesitate to contact me. And I'd like to thank you for listening to this episode. I hope you join us next week for our next episode of the Montana Real Estate Podcast. And remember, you can contact me anytime at montanarealestatepodcast at gmail.com. Or you can visit our website at montanarealestatepodcast.com or you may, may also call me at 406-249-1735. We will see you next week. Thank you. Thank you.